0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Have you ever thought about planning your own funeral? I know it probably seems a bit morbid, but my next guest, Jenny Curran, believes it doesn't have to be. She's actually currently planning what she wants people to do when she passes away, and she's with me on the line today. Jenny, what's all this about?
1: Um, I can't really remember where... I got it from, um, but I just decided, I think I was spelling out the word funeral one day and realised that the word fun is in it, yet funerals are very rarely fun. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So then I just started going on a bit of a uh, rant in my brain about, oh, I could have a funeral. And then I came up with the idea to have a table quiz of questions about me. And then the prizes were some of my possessions. And then there could be a raffle for the leftover possessions. And then the money could go to my favorite charities, which I would write down. And I already have a folder of pre approved photos to go on the program because I've been to too many funerals with dodgy photos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it all just kind of came from there. And I've just been adding to my list in the notes in my phone or my laptop for the last like two years probably. Right. Wow. So it's going to be a busy day.
0: Yeah. So there, There's so much I want to ask you in, in all of that, but you're telling me that effectively in the first instance, your estate is going to be divided up by means of a quiz.
1: Uh, well, because I don't want to play a dangerous game of fa- favouritism. So, you know, I yeah. don't want my like, family to start arguing. Why? Wow. Like, oh, <laughs> how come you got this and I got this and blah, blah, blah. So it's it's down to their commitment to my friendship.
0: Yeah, well, no, it's I I've never heard of a a will um <laughs> <laughs> being being cur- curated in in that way before, but it's um yeah, I suppose <laughs> you, you you'll um you'll not be long finding out who knows a lot about you if it's exactly, and the... it's,
1: it'll encourage them to ask me questions while I'm coming.
0: <laughs> oh, Stop, Jenny,
1: they're your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, like, I think I want it to be fun. Like my my life has been really fun, and I want them to kind of have you know, a little yarn around the campfire and a sing-song and, like, very boozy and very fun and the big table quiz and all that type of thing. Like, I want it to be a proper celebration of life and not depressing because that doesn't really represent me. Okay. I do sound like a narcissist. I, I know that. but <laughs> No, but it, it, it's clearly, yeah.
0: you, you want, as you say, you know, your funeral or your, your funeral, as you describe it, to be yeah. a true reflection of you
1: exactly and uh funnily enough i always think back to my great aunt um had a stroke when i was like one and then she was always kind of like our disabled auntie so she had problems with her speech and everything so we didn't really know what she was like before disability and at her funeral or her funeral um the the guy made a big speech about her previous career as a ballet dancer and all these things I didn't even know. And I was like, God, that, that, that day was great. I learned so much about her. I know, know now that she, was, she performed in the Royal Albert Hall and all this type of thing mm. that I didn't know when she was alive. And then I regretted not asking her about those things when I knew her. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I, would like, I would like it to be like a bit of an X Factor Best Bits.
0: Yeah, it's I I suppose I've just never um thought about funerals in in this way before, but I I mean I, I I totally see see your idea. I mean they can they can be a very um upsetting and I suppose a very depressing day, but I suppose maybe circumstances are circumstances can be different. Tell me a bit about yourself or like why are you already planning this?
1: <laughs> well, um I have a very rare form of asthma called type 1 brittle asthma. So, my lung function at the moment is about thirty five percent um so it's it's not ideal and I almost died on Christmas Eve two thousand and nineteen um was rushed to Vincent's, and it was all a big thing and since then, I've really started to think about it because I'm aware that, as I said in in the article um in the Irish Times that I wrote there um you know, your wedding may not happen. Your child's naming day may not happen, but one thing you're guaranteed to have is your funeral. Because mm. unfortunately, we all have to to pass on yeah. one day. So why not, you know, have a bit of input in planning this? Because as well as it being fun and it brings death and dying as a conversation piece, which mm. I think isn't done enough. Yeah, um, especially being Irish and stuff. Uh, it's it's fun and it puts a lot less pressure on your family because they know exactly what you want so they just give a list to the organizers and it's a lot less stress yeah i think
0: no i to- um, i totally accept your point on that completely because it's you know it it can be particularly if if it's not a conversation that's been had with somebody before, yep. it's it's an awful lot of um, it's a lot of stress, and I know it's a it's a source of, of worry for people that they they organise something, you know, that the deceased person would would want, and um, particularly yep. things around around burial and that. In terms of the the rare illness, what's the prognosis? Can I ask?
1: Um, well, it's very um uh, kind of unclear because um, th- there's so so little people in the world who have it. There's about a hundred and eighty to two hundred thousand of us in the whole world, which sounds like a lot, but when you put it next to mm. eight billion people or whatever, um, you know, that's actually not that many. And I have seen ballparks online kind of around what um people with cystic fibrosis used to be, which was around kind of the forties and fifties and um, pre the genetic modulator drugs, which we don't have an equivalent of yet, so I was like, you know what, I'm here for a good time, not a long time.
0: Yeah. So, how far into the planning are you, Jenny?
1: Well, it, now some of it depends on what t- what time of year I pop my clogs at, because in my head it's a summer affair, but I, I haven't really planned. If I pop my clogs in winter, that is an issue.
0: So, what's happening? C- can you tell us about what, like, how you envisage this? playing out in, in the summer? Like, what what have you sort of planned that would happen on the day if people were, were at your funeral? Uh,
1: well, I would like it to be, um, we've got a chalet down on the beach in Wexford that my granddad built in 1965. Um, so I'm imagining it there and it's right by the beach. So I'd like, you know, there to be a beach around and um, a campfire with, you know, people telling stories about things that they have, Uh, experienced with me or whatever and i would like there to be because we have a we usually tack a sheet to the outside of the chalet and we have an outdoor projector so i'd like there to be a video and photo montage um, Mm. you know of of my best bits and lots of fairy lights because i love fairy lights and and a big amp with Oh, actually, I'm yet to make a Spotify playlist that I want to play it on the day, but that is something on my to-do list. Right.
0: And what? What? Yeah. Like what? What's happening? Is it? Is it a humanist sort of a um, funeral type ceremony? Is there a burial, cremation? What? Uh, no, no.
1: So I want to be turned into a lemon tree because I like the irony of having more oxygen in death than I did in life. So I think that's okay. hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> so I want to be a lemon tree, and then I could be useful because people could use my lemons.
0: Is what, does, what well, do you there, mean to be turned into a lemon tree?
1: There is a website where you where I think you get cremated, yeah, and then your ashes get turned into like a bulb.
0: Okay, did, did I did I hear mention of cocktails and stuff? And
1: absolutely. So I will be honest. I I, I like a good night out. Yeah, and a drink. In Who night. doesn't? So. Um, there will be a me-themed cocktail menu. Uh, so, so far, I have a gen and tonic. A gin and piece, tonic. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 a double navel instead of a fuzzy navel, because I have two belly buttons. And a sea wheeze instead of a sea breeze, because of my wheezing. And right. a whiskey sour with the lemons from my tree. And I'm yet to think of more puns. Um, for cocktails, but uh, I'm sure there'll be more by the time the time comes. Hopefully,
0: yeah. Does it like it's 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 fantastic to chat. You're very pragmatic. It's as you say, it's a celebration of life more than you know than than anything else. Um, does it make it easier? Do you find like we're you uh, know, it's not it morbid it, is it planning it?
1: It's actually really like when I come up with an idea, usually when I'm driving or something, I'm like, oh, I have to write that down when I get home. Like it kind of makes it really exciting and. You know, when I w- when I had the near death experience in the ambulance on Christmas Eve, um, it, it wasn't just scary thing. Like it was, there This sounds so cliche, but it was. It was a very peaceful type. You know, there wasn't fear or scariness in it. So I kind of have less of a fear of death now because I've okay. been through it. Yeah. And I know it's not that bad. okay if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look, it's it's um, so because I'm not scared of it. I I'm kind of having fun with the funnel yeah. idea. Well, look,
0: I'd love to chat to other people that, you know, maybe have, have embarked on the same plan that that you have. Um, 53106, if you're listening to Jenny today and you're thinking, do you know what? I want to go and I want to do the exact same thing and I want to put plans in place. Jenny Curran, thanks a million for joining us in the programme today. Thank you so much. Irene in Sligo has got in touch she says my mum was sick for a long time and had her funeral well planned out she wanted us all to wear yellow she wanted bright coloured flowers in her coffin and then she wanted us to scatter her ashes in the sea because she was from a fishing family. She'd left money for us to spend in the local pub and had even told us what trad band she wanted to play at the afters. Uh, This listener says, I absolutely adore Jenny's energy. We very sadly buried my my son 12 years ago. He was only 23 at the time, but we had a lovely day with family and with friends. We had a sort of concert for Connor played all his favourite songs. We did a photo, sideshow. It was extremely sad but it was lovely for us all to be together. This listener says, one of my favourite things about a funeral is sitting around afterwards telling funny stories about the person's life. The ceremony always seemed so morbid whereas the afters always seemed to be where you celebrate the person's life that little bit more. Thomas has gotten in touch in 53106 to say, I wish more people were like Jenny. We all die it's natural. Why is it treated with such misery? I think we have such a strange relationship with death in this country. We all talk about it as if we're brilliant at it. But the fact is, we're actually miserable. It's never a celebration of life, and yet it should be. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.